around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. <laughs> It is that time of the year again, ladies and gentlemen. The holiday season is here. I pray that everybody had a blessed Thanksgiving. I know that I did. It's always a good time. Always a pleasure to spend time with family and friends and around some good food, too. I was eating leftovers for about two days. How I many you know about that third day you need some regular food or something? I don't want to see no more dressing or nothing until the 25th of December. No, but I thank everybody for tuning in. If you are a very first-time listener, I appreciate you for tuning in and taking your time out to listen to this podcast. Whatever time of the day you're listening to it, I pray that you will hear something in this podcast that will truly bless you. As I mentioned earlier, today we want to talk about the renewing of the mind. As you know, it's, it's the holiday season. It's a time where a lot of families get together. And it's also a time, statistically, where a lot of suicides... Uh, a lot of depression and a lot of things ment- excuse me, mentally goes on within the minds of people. So we want to know what does God say about those things? What does God say about guarding our mind? How can we keep a, a sound and healthy mind where you know we won't slip into that depression phase or we won't have those type of suicidal thoughts? So we want to look in the Word of God and see what God says about it. If you can go with me to Romans chapter 12. We're going to start there. Romans chapter 12. Verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm going to read verse 2 again. Be not conformed to this world or this age or this world way of doing things. He says, God says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that tells me that transformation comes in one's life by their mind or through their mind, by the renewing of your mind. So you have to understand that before, you know, you give your life to Christ, that we all come to Christ with ungodly thought patterns. We all come to Christ with old ways of thinking, how we used to do things in the world, how we did this and did that. Now, once you give your life to Christ, you have to understand that once you surrender your life to the Lord, your spirit gets saved. Your spirit gets redeemed. Your flesh isn't redeemed and your mind isn't redeemed. So you can go into church or wherever you may have given your life to the Lord at and your spirit is renewed. You feel good on the inside because, you know, you're a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. But you can walk out the church or wherever and still have the same way of thinking. You know, old thoughts will creep back in, uh, different fleshly habits and things will try to come back up. That's because your mind and your flesh, they get saved. So God is saying that we have to renew our mind. We can't, we can't surrender our lives to God and still think the same way. 
because eventually you're going to go back to the place where God delivered you from. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Look at verse, look at verse 7. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Check it out. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So if we have the spirit of fear and God said that he did not give us that spirit, then where did that spirit come from? Because if God didn't give it, it had to come from somewhere. God is a God of faith. He's not a God of fear. So we know that fear comes from the enemy. So if we have fear in our heart and mind, it has something to do with what we're thinking about. It has a lot to do with what our minds are being, uh, what we're placing our minds and what we're thinking on constantly. So he said he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he did give us a spirit of power, spirit of love, and a sound mind, uh, and an ability to reason and to think clearly. God didn't give us a clouded mind or a mind that's worn down and weighed down with stress. That comes from the devil. He tries to take the pressures of life and put it on your mind. And when your mind is constantly always worried about things, you're constantly stressed out about things, you can't hear clearly from God. And we dealt with that in the last podcast, a couple of podcasts ago about hearing clearly from God. You have to make sure that your mind is free because you can be quiet. Like the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Well, you can be physically still, but your mind is still running. So when you want to hear from God and when you want uh, the peace of God to come upon you, you have to learn how to quiet your mind down. And one of those ways is through praise and worship. So he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he did give us a spirit of love. He did give us a spirit of power and the ability to have a sound mind. He said that is what he gave us. Now, anything else out of that, the Lord's not in. Let's go to Philippians. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. And you there listening, I just want to let you know that the Lord loves you. I know there's times in this earth where you may feel alone, but you're never lonely. You may feel alone. I mean, there may not be someone presently with you or around you or whatever have you, but you're never lonely because Jesus is there right with you. And if you can tap into his presence, then such joy and peace will come on your mind and your heart. That all that other stuff that the enemy will try to bring, those suicidal thoughts and all of that, will fade away. So I want to help you. I want to help you through the word of God to... Cast down those thoughts because, see, the thing about depression, suicidal thoughts, and all of that, you have to keep those things down. You can't just do it on one, you can't do it on Monday and say, Thank you, Jesus. And then on Tuesday, you don't think, you think you're just gonna be free. No, the enemy is just an attack. So the enemy is gonna constantly trying to bombard your mind each and every day. Yeah, you put them down on Monday, but on Tuesday, it's the same fight. Your faith has to be worked again. Now you have to put your faith on it again. You know, faith, some, faith is not something that we use today and don't need to use tomorrow. 
you know, it's, it's, it's like gas. It's like putting gas in a gas tank. No one purchased a car, put gas in it, and then you never had to put gas in it again. You just rode the rest of your life on that same gas that you put in the first time you got your car. No, you have to constantly keep refilling it, and that's what it's about. Um, where am I? Philippians uh, 4. Philippians 4, and let's look at verse... Verse 8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, the scriptures is telling us what to think on. He's telling us to think on those things that are right. Think on things that are pure. Think on things that are lovely. Think on thing. Think on things that are of good report. So if you got, if all you keep hearing is bad reports, or all you keep reading is bad reports, then you need to get some good news. You need to go listen to some testimonies. You need to go hear some motivational speeches. You need to get in the Word of God and read. You need to bombard your mind with things that are positive. You know how people talk about positive vibes only? Yeah, that's they talking about a feeling. Everything ain't about a feeling. Because feelings are fickle. You can change the way you're feeling just by biting your finger real hard. So, you know, it's got to be more than positive vibes only. We need to have a positive mindset because if the vibe is not there, so to speak, but you're mentally you're there, then it don't matter what the vibe is around you because you're in a positive mental state because the Lord is helping you. So... In Philippians 4 8, he's telling us what to think on. Once again, think on those things that are pure. Think on those, think on those things that are right. Think on those things that are lovely. Think on those things that are of good report. He said, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So focus your mind. All suicidal thoughts, all depression, all that comes in the form of a mind. Comes in the form of, don't nobody want me. Don't nobody like me. I don't have family to be around. Uh, my husband left me. My wife left me. My children left. Uh, you may have had uh, some deaths in the family where this holiday season, that person is not going to be at the dinner table with you this year. You may have a feeling of, man, I thought that my, I thought that I was going to reach my goals by the end of 2016. It's looking like I'm not going to make it. The enemy use all those things, bundled up in one, and try to hit you with it. But we have to be strong and we can be strong jeremiah 33 3 i call it god's phone number jeremiah 33 3 so if you want to know god's phone number is jeremiah 33 3 what does jeremiah 33 3 says it says call upon me call unto me and i will answer and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Once again, John 33, 3, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. God has some things to show you that you don't even know about yet. So don't allow the enemy to use past hurts, present hurts. He can't, the enemy don't know your future. He can't give you nothing in the future. He has to give you stuff in the present or the past. God's in your future. And God said that he has some great and precious promises for you. He said he has a good and, and, 
an expected end for you. He has some great things for you. So don't allow the enemy to try to prophesy your future. He can't tell you what's gonna happen on Friday. That's to bring forth stress. That's trying to get you to quit. That's trying to get you to cave in. And you're not built for that. You're built for the impossible. You are built to last. Don't let the enemy or nobody tell you that you can't last in this season. I don't care if it's the holiday season, summertime, it don't matter what time it is, you're gonna make it. And you, you are gonna endure to the end. Those are things you wanna keep your mind focused on. So when a suicidal thought try to come, when depression try to come on you, you may say, man, every time around the 24th or whatever, I always get this feeling, yeah, that's a demon. That is a demonic spirit that's trying to enclose you in this bubble to get you feeling sorry about yourself, to get you listening to music that puts you in a bad mood. Now, everything that you do is trying, he's trying to, you know, get you to go that way to get you in this mood where it could ultimately take your life or get sickness put in your body. So we want to focus on the Word of God. We want to meditate on the Word of God. Go to Joshua 1.8. Check out what the Lord told Joshua. Joshua 1.8. Where are we at, John? Okay. Let's start at verse 6. Joshua 1.6-8. It says, Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Check out verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. He said, he told Joshua to meditate his word. He told Joshua, everything that I'm telling you, I want you to meditate on it. And he says, meditate on it day and night. What do you think happens when you meditate on something? Meditate means to muse, it means to chew on, it means to think on. Once you begin to think on things, it begins to transform your thinking. It begins to allow you to see some light at the end of the tunnel. You see, you have a lot of false religions where everybody focuses in on meditating. They'll tell you to put your mind in a, you know, in, in, in a happy place and all that. But that's a, that's that's false religion. See, the enemy will try to use. You know, something, he'll try to take something out the word and then pervert it. Because they'll use that so many other, open yourself up to, they try to do psychics and do everything else. But we sticking with the book. We're talking about meditating and thinking on what God has said. We're not, I'm not telling you to meditate and think on what you want to think on. Because obviously what we've been thinking on ain't working. So we want to meditate and think on what God has to say about our situation. Sometimes you need to read that God loves you. Yeah, you may have heard that, but sometimes you need to read that and you need to be reminded of that. That's why as God says it's important to meditate in his word. And he's told Joshua to meditate in his word day and night. Check it out. So that you may observe to do according all therein. He says, then you'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. Our success in life is based on 
the things we think about. Our failure in life can possibly be based on the things that we think in life. If you ever meet um, negative people, all they talk about is negative stuff. They always talk about how things don't come through for them and all that's because they're thinking on the wrong stuff. They're, they're focused on what didn't go through for them. They're focused on their situation and their circumstance. They don't have an alternative route. They don't know to put their mind on the word of God. You know, anytime you talk the problem all the time, you're just going to consistently see the problem. So let's talk the answer. Psalms 119. Go with me to Psalms 119. All right, where we at? Where we at? Psalms 119. Let's look at verse uh, verse 15. Psalms 119, verse 15. It says, "I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect." unto thy ways the amplified version says hold on this phone freezing up on me amplified version says Psalms 119 verse 15 it says I will meditate on your precepts and have respect to your ways the paths of life marked out by your law are marked out by his word go to Psalms 104 Psalms 104, if you're riding in the car, hey, just listen to me. When you get in a stable place, go write these scriptures down so that you can go over and look up, look over them again uh, once this podcast is over with. Psalms 104. Verse 34, it says, My meditation be sweet to him. As for me, I will rejoice in the Lord. My meditation. May my meditation be sweet to him. See, God sees our meditation. So there is a right and a wrong way to meditate. So I'm not talking about meditating like yoga meditating or these Eastern religions and all these different things. Nuh-uh, there's a God's way of meditating. So he says, may my meditation be sweet to him. So if your meditation can be sweet to him, some meditations could be sour to him as well or it couldn't be, may not be pleasant to him. So what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about is my question. We all come to God with ungodly thought patterns. So it is our job, notice our job, God is not going to do it for us. We have to renew our minds. He didn't say that I'm going to renew your mind for you. He says you have to renew your mind. And that's just what we got to do. And like I said, I know things get hard. I know things get tough. But we are built for this. You are built to last. I don't care who's in the White House. I don't care who's in the outhouse. I don't care. None of that. None of that is going to dictate your success in life. I don't want you to think that your success in life is tied to a man. Your success in life is tied to one man. That's Jesus. The man, Christ Jesus. ain't tied to an earthly man. It's not tied to a woman. It's not tied up in sex. It's not tied up in money. It's not tied up in nothing. Your success in life is tied up in Jesus alone. And when I say success, I'm not even talking about money. Some people have money and miserable. So I'm not just talking about money. Some of you all just need some peace. 
and call upon the Lord and he's going to grant you that peace. I'm just going to believe and I'm going to pray and I'm going to decree that no more suicides in the year 2016. No more. I want you to live. So if you are contemplating suicide in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to not take your life. Jesus loves you. He is here for you. Jeremiah 33, 3. I told you that's God's phone number. Call upon him and he will answer. There is nothing too bad in this world that you have to take your life for. Nothing. Nothing at all. Jesus loves you and I love you. Don't do it. Turn away from it. Turn away from it. Turn away from it. Lastly, before I leave, Proverbs 24.10, it says that if you faint, if you give up in the day of adversity, your strength is small. It says, Proverbs 24.10, that if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So if there are times in our life where we gave up on a person, gave up on a situation, that just simply meant that our strength was small. We were weak. God doesn't want us to be weak. The Bible says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not our might, not our power, but his might and his power. We have to simply watch what we're thinking about. We have to watch, and like I said, meditation is simply thinking on something. So meditation ain't a deep word. Meditation just simply means thinking on something. You know, what you hear affects how you think. What you see visually affects how you think. The conversation you choose to participate in affects how you think. So if you're a type of person that maybe you're not gossiping, but maybe you are listening to gossip. Maybe you're not the person that's calling somebody, dumping trash in them, but you're allowing somebody to dump trash in you. Now it's getting you all down and worn out and all that. No, no, no. You have to cancel all that. The enemy use all that stuff to weigh you down. It's 2016. God has better for us. Yes, we are in the last days. Yes, Jesus is soon to return. But God still has a work for us to do. The Bible says, occupy till he comes. So he doesn't want us to just be sitting back here chilling. He wants us to occupy, to be working, to be doing the things that he calls us to do until he returns. So you, my friend, that listen to this podcast, you have work to do. Quitting is not a part of God's plan for you. You're not going to quit in Jesus' name. You're not going to quit. You're going to keep going. Yeah, you made a bad... Yeah, you made 1,500 mistakes. But this next decision, you're going to make the right one. Okay, if you look at the lady at the well, when Jesus met the lady at the well, that lady was married five times. Five times. And Jesus still made an evangelist out of her. He said, 
Yeah, I know the man you're living with, not your husband. You've been married five times. And she went back to the village and said, Just come let me show you a man that's told you all the things, told me all the things that I've done. So it's not about how you start, but how you finish. Jesus isn't looking down on you. Yeah, you made some bad mistakes. Yes, you need to repent over some things that you did. But once you repent, once you ask God to forgive you, get up, let's keep it moving, and let's guard our minds. You have to guard your mind. The enemy, he's not playing fair. He's trying to steal, kill, and destroy you. In John 10.10. 10. The Bible says the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. So don't let the enemy trick you into him telling you that God is wanting you to come to heaven and be with him, so take your life. That's a deception. That's devilish. In John 10, 10, it says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So he wants to take your life. God didn't come to destroy men's lives. He came to save men's lives. God wants to save you from the state that you're in. My time is up, y'all. I love you. Be blessed. Send all your email inquiries to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can find me on all social media sites, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat at mbills314. God bless y'all. We're going to talk later. And I thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. Share this podcast with somebody. I pray that you've been blessed. We'll talk later. Romans 3, verse 4. Can't forget. Let God be true and every man be a liar. God bless you.